Shalom Rabotai. Yesterday, the Mishnah we completed chapter 21 in Shabbat. So now you're starting chapter 22, Mishnah Aleph. Chavit, a cask or jug. Usually there's wine inside, God willing. Shenishbra, and it was broken. It got a crack in it, and now it's leaking. Matzilin Hemenu, Mazlan Shosh Sedot. You can save from it enough food for the three meals, the three meals of Shabbat. And you can tell other people too. Bo Hatzilochem, come and save wine for yourselves to use for Shabbat. This is all going to sound quite familiar from chapter 16 when we talked about saving food from a fire and they could save food for the meals of Shabbat. If they'd already eaten one meal, they'd save for two meals. They could tell the people to come and save. And then after Shabbat, uh, if they were pichin, if they were wise, they could make a, uh, a, a sort of a cheshbon and compensate them for their time and get the food back. The Mishnah here adds, Bilvodshelu Yisbog, as long as he does not sponge it. And this, we talked about sponges yesterday, that they're an interesting material uh, because sponging would be a problem on Shabbat. The partner here says even a sponge with a handle, which is less of a problem for cleaning the tables, as we learned yesterday, it's still uvda de chol. It's still yasei kamaisa chol. It's still something you do on a weekday, and there's a danger he's going to come and squeeze it out. And he adds e, the, from the Gemara even to collect in your hands like uh, honey and, and oil and then rub them from your hand onto a new container is also forbidden because of Maise Chol. And the Mishnah continues a very interesting part. We don't squeeze out fruit to get out the fruit juice. The Binary says it's mephoric. It's a tolda of dash, of threshing. And even if the juice leaked out from these ripe fruits by themselves, you can't have it on Shabbos. Rabbi Yehuda qualifies this. If these fruits were meant to be eaten, then what comes out by itself is mutter to drink on Shabbos. He wasn't saving these fruits to squeeze them into a liquid to make orange juice. He was saving them to eat, and they happened to leak out juice. So, b'teavon, imla mashkin. If these fruits were being saved, dafka to squeeze them and extract the juice as a beverage, hayotzimehen aser. Then what comes out is forbidden on Shabbat. Now, the partner here brings that Rabbi Yehuda agrees to the sages that if it's something like olives and grapes, perhaps dafka olives and grapes, that even if somebody set them aside for food to eat them as they are, as the fruit, then since so many people, perhaps the majority of people in the world, squeeze their olives and grapes to make the the liquid form, then it would still be usser because most people are using olives and grapes as a liquid for the juice. However, for other fruits, which are not normally made into juice, the sages would agree with Rabbi Yehuda that it would be mutter if they leaked out by themselves. And the machlokas, according to the Gemara, is only things that are squeezed sometimes. They're made into juice sometimes, and they're eaten as solid sometimes, like mulberries and pomegranates, tutim and rimonim. So those, uh, some people squeeze them, some people juice them, some people don't. So then Rabbi Huda says, listen, it depends if the guy set them aside for eating, then if it leaks by itself, it's mutter. Now it's interesting, nowadays, it wasn't like this before, but nowadays most oranges in the world are squeezed into orange juice. So it's, uh, perhaps they fall into the category of olives and grapes, but they're not olives and grapes, the Misa, so perhaps not. So consult your local, uh, so it's important to learn Be'yun, the, the laws of, of Shabbat, and consult your local postgame, because uh, they don't pass them from the Mishnah, especially by orange juice. Anyway, the Mishnah continues, Chalot Dvash, honeycombs. 
Shabbat, he started to crush them so the honey will leak out before Shabbat started. And the honey drips out by itself. So quite similar to the fruit juice leaking out by itself. If the honey leaks out by itself, it's usser, it's a gezerah. He's going to come to squish the honey itself, like the sages said. Previously, it'd be a gezerah. You might come to squish, to, to do schita, to juice these fruits uh, by themselves to get more juice. Rabbi Eliezer Mater, Rabbi Eliezer here allows it. He holds, we don't have to make a preventative measure because people aren't going to come to crush honeycombs on Shabbat. Great, on to Mishnah Bet. And this is another very important concept for Shabbat, for cooking, uh, cooking um, issues of Bishul and cooking on Shabbat. Kol Shabbat v'chamin, anything that came into hot water, air of Shabbat, before Shabbat, meaning it was cooked in a soup, it was stewed, it was in a pot with liquid. So what can you do? So on Shabbat itself, you could soak it in hot water. This is a concept called Ein Bishul Achar Bishul. There's no cooking after it's already cooked. So again, there are a lot of qualifications for this. We can't pass it directly from the mission. It has to be fully cooked. It can't be on the fire. It can't be Kli Rishon. So if he had hot water in a Kli Shani, then he could soak something in it, provided that item was dry and it had already been fully cooked. So consult your local post game and Sfarim for the details. Something that was not cooked in hot water, Erev Shabbat. So he could rinse it on Shabbat, kind of to warm it up. And again, this isn't a klisheni, not in a klirishon, definitely not something on the fire, but a klisheni just to, to warm it off, to take up the chill, but not it doesn't cook it, because it doesn't cook in a klisheni, but the Mishnah adds chutz, minimaliyah yashon, except for old salted fish. These do actually get cooked, even in a klisheni, the dogim meluchim, katanim, and these small salted fish, you know, like the little... Uh, anchovy type things, the kulias haisponin, and the kulias fish from Spain. Why? Shahadachatan, because the, the the rinsing of these in hot water, zohi gemar malachtan, is actually their finishing of malacha, meaning their finishing of cooking. So if these were like partially cooked fish, or they were salted fish and not cooked, or this Spanish kulias, which has thin skin, so even rinsing them in hot water will actually accomplish cooking. Yashar Koch, Tis Kulimitzvot.